So uh, my name is Nofal Labrami. I'm a software engineer. I'm based in Paris. I have a little bit over 10 years of experience in different projects and a few years now uh, uh, on the blockchain space itself. So I was tasked today to, um, to give you a little intro into the VWorld uh, wallet. Uh, so basically we are, I'm going to uh, present you with the wallet itself, the extension side of it. We will, we will talk about that, that integration uh, using that wallet extension. And uh, since we, uh, as Antonio said earlier, we, we are about to, to have our VWorld mobile on both platforms on iOS and Android, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into the, the mobile uh, as well, so that we, we can see the bo both versions that are today available for, for the VWorld wallet. So yeah, as I was saying, um, uh, by the way, I've been part of VeChain since October of last year, and uh, I've been part of the team that's, that, uh, that has been building the VWorld wallet. So these, these are the contributors that, uh, that make this possible. If you look very closely, I'm the one right in the middle, right, right there. And uh, there I, I gave you the link to the uh, VWorld DAP, which is a sample DAP that we are using to kind of showcase uh, the DAP integration using the, uh, the, the, the wallet extension. And uh, also, not only the wallet extension, but we are supporting the integration with the uh, VWorld mobile as well uh, via Wallet Connect, which is quite recent. So that's, that part is, not, is still fresh paint for, for now. Uh, but we so we will we will be mainly talking about the uh, the depth from the extension side, but uh, we hopefully we can touch touch upon that as well when we are talking about the mobile. Um, so, as a first step, very briefly, if we are to go into to talk about uh, the apps or DApps, whatever you want to pronounce it, uh, the typical architecture is the following. So you have a uh, a front end, which is um, your main portal for the your DA for your users, uh, it's of course running uh, on a browser, and it's uh, via different APIs. So in our case, the Forest APIs, uh, and through uh, a particular one or multiple Thor nodes, that's how it communicates with the with the blockchain. So we are sitting here at this level. I don't know if you see the cursor right there. So we, we provide uh, you, the users or the, the DAP, DAP builders users with a way to sign up uh, to, to, to authenticate their, their transactions, be, be it to identify themselves uh, as a user for that DAP or to sign transactions like when they're buying stuff, buying NFTs, sending transactions, that kind of stuff. So we, we are positioned at this level. And uh, of course, the AP, IPFS stuff is uh, if you are going to be truly decentralized, then you need your file storage to be as well and to be supported on the platform that is. Uh, so you would typically find IPFS or Swarm storage for, uh, for your DAP storage. So, um, yeah, for, for the DAP integration, I'm going to. Uh, I, I think I might skip the little part here. Uh, let's let's go back into VWorld itself for a sec, and then we will go on to the integration stuff. 
I just wanted to show you a little bit the, the wallet as it is today. So uh, here I have opened the, the Chrome store. As you can see, you can just find the, the extension very easily by typing viewer. Um, and you can have it installed right away. Uh, we support Chromium-based uh, navigators, so it's not only specific to Chrome. We have plans to support Firefox as well, very, uh, very soon. There are, there are some uh, browser API uh, inconsistencies with the with the with the, the Chromium-based navigators that blocked us for now. Uh, so basically, you get the extension. I have it. I have it here. I already have a some data here but basically what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to wipe out my my local wallet here so that I can walk you through the uh, uh, not the installation process that's that's not very interesting but at least how can I how can I get a local wallet working um, take it here. I'm going to demonstrate a very dangerous feature you you have to make sure that you you have your mnemonic to be able to get it back. So uh, basically, when I start using VWord, when I install it, uh, I'm gonna get this uh, carousel of various descriptions. I need a uh, password for for the local wallet so that all my data. The fact that I'll be allowed to to sign transactions or not on this local wallet, this particular one, uh, should be signed and they are encrypted locally on the navigator. So I'm just going to use a very secure password, of course. Just kidding. So there, I I I can create a new <coughs> one, or I can import an existing one. In our case, uh, I'll just import a local wallet. You have also two ways. It, it, it might be a local wallet that you can import using your mnemonic, or you can use, or you can import a uh, Ledger hardware wallet. So here's a very nice mnemonic. And that's it. So um, here I think I'm on the, on the main nets. Uh, if I want to go right away to to the test nets, there's very convenient settings feature for that, and uh, you can see that there's an add custom node possibility. So you can have a custom node and have it uh, connected to to your wallet as well, which can be convenient. That's an interesting use case for you. Okay, so I am currently on the, on the testnet. So you, as you can see, I have my balance. I have the native coin and the uh, the gas token, Vito. Uh, you've seen a uh, little bit of the token management earlier when Bernard was showing the um, the the new tokens that he had minted. So basically, there are two ways you can import other tokens. If you uh, if you deploy a, um, a custom token for for your needs, you can you can just uh, add the uh, basically this one. You can just add the uh, the contract address and it will be imported and visible in your wallet. Or you can add some 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 token some 
well, let's say whitelisted token from the uh, the VeChain whitelist uh, token registry to to be able to to show it on your on the, the list of your tokens. So that's what token management is is about. We are gonna see a little difference with mobile with this second uh, second uh, section here. So for now, you have a list of activities. So whenever you have something. Uh, that's happening whether sending a, sending a transaction or receiving one is going to show up here. It's this is going to change, and I will uh, well demonstrate it. The, the mobile wallet will show you to 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 what version it's going to change to because that's what we are shipping already for the first version of uh, of mobile. And of course, you have a list of. Um, uh, list of settings so the the most interesting ones that you could find is uh, is the you can have uh, the account management is an important one so whenever you add an account you can either change it directly here from the header or you can have a more detailed ma wallet management so you can add accounts and that would follow the derivation path of that particular wallet or you can add a new wallet altogether like we did earlier either a new one or an existing one from either a mnemonic local one or a hardware ledger um, what can I show you next is one in security that I find very interesting is that you can you can um, basically uh, set up how you want the, the level of security you want for your day-to-day -day usage on the on the wallet so you can ask ask for for a password whenever you're uh, signing a, a certificate or or signing a transaction or you can deactivate it also um, the auto lock timer is an interesting one so basically uh, based on the chrome api for whether the machine is stale or not you can decide which uh, which durations leads to, to, to the wallet being automatically locked up. So basically it could be 15 minutes if you don't trust that machine or it could be one hour if you have a little bit more trust on it. So basically if there's uh, 60 minutes in activity, then the wallet will automatically lock itself up. Um, you can back up the, the mnemonic also. And uh, the, the the analytics that we are using to to improve the quality and usage of the product can be altogether deactivated as well. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit of them. Of course, if you have questions later on, we can we could see see them, um, or we could demonstrate them later on. So, yeah. So we were in the DAP integration. Um, we we are going to, to see a little bit of, of code. So basically, um, uh, why am I talking about React here? This is not a React course, and I'm not the good person for that anyway. But the the idea is to introduce you to, to this concept that's, that's, uh, that React uses uh, heavily, because we built the sample app using the React, so uh, you need just to understand the concept, but that applies to any framework of choice. Um, so basically, React context, you know, with these frameworks where you have components, you often need to pass data between components. So basically, React, Re React context 
uh, allows you to to give data to a hierarchy of components without having to pass props down from one component to, to the other. So basically, once you use a, a, you wrap a certain number of components or a hierarchy of components inside a context, uh, then you are guaranteed that that context, that particular piece of data is accessible within all the hierarchy that's, uh, that's in the children of that particular context. Uh, so having that in mind, let's see some, some code from our sample DAP that we are using to demonstrate um, how we could integrate the wallet into, uh, into DAPs on VeChain. So basically I'm here at the roots of, of, this, uh, of the DAP. So this, this tracker provider is also a context, but this is more related to styling. So we, again, not the good, not the good guy or right guy to, to demonstrate to that. But uh, the, the wallet provider is very interesting. So we can see that everything is wrapped, everything other than style is wrapped inside of it. So if we go inside of that, um, so basically what, what are we doing here? So the, the, this, this is not really um, pertinent to what I'm describing, but this is just the, uh, your state, the state of the application and the different <coughs> actions and the action types and stuff like that. But the, the important thing that we are doing here is that we are initializing connects. So the connects library, which, uh, which is the way uh, you establish this Web3 connection with the VeChain blockchain uh, is the main object that we are using for that, for that connection. So here we, we are using it uh, or initializing it uh, in a use effect hook. And basically, we are asking the connect service to initialize the connect objects, and that's what we are. That's what we'll be using throughout whatever operations we we are doing in our DApp. Uh, and again, speaking about contexts, whenever you define a context, which is a piece of data that you need for a certain hierarchy of components, uh, then use the use context hook to access that data that you have made available for a certain context. So basically, here we are uh, making the wallet context available for our components uh, through the use context hook, which is a React hook. Uh, and we are defining this pseudo hook or function use wallet to access that wallet context from other components. But let's go back a few steps uh, inside the Connex in initialization. So now we know that's, that's what we are doing here. Let's take a look at exactly what we are doing there. So inside the Connex service, basically uh, we have our Connex objects. The, um, the important pieces of data are the network. Which network are you using? Are you on testnet or mainnet? And the accounts. Uh, so basically, these are the connects options that we are initializing our extension with. So we have the, of course, the node and the network. But the this is a very piece, very important piece of config or option here. Um, and basically, uh, knowing that connects was um, originally uh, built with sync two in mind, uh, you have the 
by default it's gonna try to find a wallet source that is sync two or sync one if you say so uh, in this case if you want to make sure to, to use uh, vword as a wallet source we added or to work around the the, uh, the limitation of the interface we added this uh, no extension uh, option which is not uh, not mandatory but basically when when you don't want to to use vword as a uh, as an extension or as a wallet for 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 use case in your dapp which can be possible since we are supporting both then you can you you make sure that this is not this is not true so basically in this simple example we are just saying wallet source if wallet source is sync to then no extension otherwise it's going to be extension basically so we are going to use uh, vword um, and here we can see using the connect service how we are going to connect to the to the wallet. So basically, the um, the initialization of the connects that we just saw is going to be here. We are going to pass a message, which is in in this case an identification message. So again, it's a connect to wallet uh, kind of integration. Um, with certain context, content, and we are going to see how that that uh, works in the in the application. But basically, we are displaying this message to you in your uh, VWorld wallet uh, to to aid, either accept or decline this this uh, connection request. So um, once we initialize uh, our Connex object with the uh, with the extension uh, and not with any other possibility like sync one or sync two then the vword wallet will act as a vendor for connex in that case so we here we are using the vendor which is basically vword to sign that message so we are waiting for the search response and once the user uh, accepts that request to connect from the dap to uh, to the vword wallet then we will get this this response and this is this is basically the um, yeah, this is basically the, um, the, the, the very high level flow in which in this case we connect from the DAP to the wallet and we have a user that's connected on the, on the DAP. Um, so did I talk about everything here? So the connects instantiation, the node extension palm, the use wallet, use wallet hook. And of course, local storage, this is not as important as the rest. But basically, um, whenever we have any kind of operation that's done on the um, on the DAP, then we store the we store it via via React to the local storage. But again, this is not uh, this is React code, but this is not specific to React. Uh, that's why I'm walking kind of walking you through the concepts so that you can implement them using your framework or no framework of choice. So. Um, yeah, so let's maybe take a look at the at the um, at a little bit little, little of little demo. Um, the, this is not actually the um, the latest version of the sample DAP because we are uh, we are adding the uh, the wallet connect stuff to it, so it's not very stable. Uh, but I still advise you to go to the GitHub repo and uh, read the documentation because it's very interesting. 
and also to submit any kind of issues or questions you would have on it. Um, so this is a local build of a little, little bit earlier version. So I have a, a, uh, a model here that presents me with two options. So I can, I can of course configure the network. I'm going to choose Viewall because that's, since that's what we are talking about today. So the, uh, the, the extension receives the connection request. So that's what I was demonstrating earlier in terms of, in the connect service, the connect to wallet handler. So basically we receive a, um, a request. The, the, we could have a logo here if the, uh, if the, the app is, is known and is trustworthy. Uh, we have the, the domain from, from which the, the, um, the request originated and of course the message that, you, that we saw that this is, uh, this is requesting us to send uh, transactions and, uh, and our signature on certificates. So once I approve that and I sign, I have to put my password. And now I'm connected to this the app, and you can see it clearly here with this account. There's uh, maybe one, one, uh, one. It's not that important, but if you if if the, the the account that I'm connected with on the wallet will be the one that's used on the on the app, which makes sense. Yeah. But if I if I am like in. Uh, on the wallet side, if I am on mainnet and I choose a connection that's on testnet, we make sure that we switch you to testnet on the wallet as well, just so you can be on the same on the same network and they're not, you know, doing things on mainnet, knowing or believing that you are on testnet or vice versa. So basically, um, yeah. So this is this is uh, basically little bit of a walk through the code and the, the general concepts and the uh, little demo of that uh, of course the uh, as i said you can always refer to the github repo to, to more detailed documentations if you have issues if you want to raise uh, bugs or if you want to make a pull request that's a public that's a public github repo uh, yeah uh, so, yeah, I'll, now I'll talk about uh, mobile and uh, since we have demonstrated the extension with some, some features, I'm gonna, I'm gonna demonstrate the, uh, the mobile app. If well, I this can... is a very much sneak preview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sneak preview until next week. Well, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's any day now that the, uh, the stores are gonna, uh, publish our applications. I know that Android, they, they accepted the request, so it's, it's now a matter of um, clicking a button. I don't know if the guys want, will want to wait to have both and to launch them simultaneously at the same time. It's a simple word. But uh, yeah, so it's a very late sneak peek, actually. <laughs> Any second now?
Okay. <coughs> yeah, so this is a, uh, one of the latest versions I got from the, the test flights on iOS. Um, I think there's no need to go through the, the whole uh, local, uh, local wallet import thing. But what I want to show you is the differences maybe with the extensions uh, as because I know probably many of you have saw the extension wallet already. So uh, the first thing is we have enhanced a little bit the, um, uh, we've got a special care for our native tokens, of course. So you can see the, uh, the overall variations and some some descriptions of the token when we are planning to support other tokens as well the token management is a little bit different but it's kind of the same in terms of features so uh, like this is an interesting one find my custom tokens so uh, basically on the uh, on the extension the uh, the way we discover contracts is that you have to submit them the contract address and then we can import it for you if it exists uh, now I'm, I have been uh, involved in another project, which is an indexer of the blockchain data uh, that we are, are actually using for mobile. And it, it allows us to do stuff like find my custom tokens. So basically it's gonna go, go you know, uh, explore the data that we have indexed from the blockchain uh, and knowing your address, we can discover for you actual, actual contracts that you have deployed and then we just show them to you and uh, uh, to avoid uh, like uh, bad airdrops or spam or stuff like that we just make sure that you have to vet them first before you, you you add them to your tokens so we discover them for you we show them and then if you want to add them as a token then you do uh, so basically this is going to show up here so this is an example of a stuff that's a little bit different uh, here, instead of activities, we have the NFTs tab. So there's a little bit of uh, delay here because we have some some details to be sorted out. But basically, we have we we have your NFTs here again uh, discovered automatically and uh, through through the data indexing that that indexation that we do from the blockchain and almost uh, in uh, near near uh, near real time. Uh, so basically you have the collection you have your your nfts you can send them you can you can do whatever you want with them one one uh, interesting thing is that you can hide the collection in case you were uh, dropped something that's not very very good let's say so you can always have a, a list of hidden collections that you don't want to uh, don't want to display necessarily in your nfts so these is, these are some some of my colleagues pets. Uh, so it looks like this when you have a list of collectibles inside the collection. Um, and actually, the the DAP integration side of things is uh, we are working to make it to make it possible to do that via Wallet Connect on the mobile. So that's going to be very interesting as well. Uh, yeah. So that's basically what's. Uh, some of the let's say some killer features that mobile brings that hopefully we are going to catch up soon with on the on the station uh, level as well um, so yeah and i think that's it